Well, here we are, Megan, our episode number two. Number dose. Yeah. And I have to say, we were just saying how nervous we are. It's crazy, because we talk all the time. All the time. But as soon as you introduce that microphone, it's Butterfly City. It is. It's <laughs> nerve-wracking. It is. So this is part of our journey, is getting used to recording and and talking. So my so, yeah, my mom just texted me. I love. So, we don't well, text a lot, me okay. and my mom. Sure, sir, so sure. we really don't. So my mom just texted me that she's reading Prince Harry's new book. Does she like Prince Harry? I I think so. I we haven't bit. really discussed it. Mm -hmm. Have you so, seen that Netflix show? I, Harry and Meghan. I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it. I can't. Interesting. No. I enjoy it. It doesn't so interest me. Okay. Yeah. I'm fascinated me. with that stuff. I don't know what it is. I'm just fascinated. Well, just when we were younger, or I guess, yeah, I was in love with Prince William. Mm -hmm. Me too. No, he was my husband. Oh, he was no, on he was my wall, my the full-size poster. I wanted to be of, a princess. Yeah, yeah. I, I was convinced I was going to be. I mean, my name, Sarah, means princess. That so, is that's a true fact. You know? I so mean, what, it was only fitting that, but... What happened to Prince William? Uh, he married a wonderful young lady. What? Yeah. But her name's not Sarah. It's not Sarah, but I do like her a lot. So I do. It's okay. I do. And he ended up balding, so I guess. Oh, that you is. Know, he did not age well. He didn't age well, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, okay. That's, that's okay. our little. That was his journey. This is my journey. That's right. It was not to be a princess. <laughs> <laughs> you are a princess under Greg's eye. That's right. He is actually a wonderful husband and man to you. He is. He actually said about our last podcast that it took too long to get to that point of, it did. of saying how so. amazing he was. So we're doing it right straight up. First thing. I have a wonderful husband. You do have a wonderful <laughs> husband. He's a very nice guy. And he's he like is a, a southern part of my gentleman. Journey. He is. He is. I will say there was a part of Sarah and I. We were on a trip once. Um, Sarah and I got a little bit upset. Made of you some choice words. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Sarah and I were definitely there on our trip. We were not in our best moment. I would say nope. a little bit of a meltdown on our part. Yep. Um, and Greg came up behind us, and we just and. I don't, he, did he like say go over away for a minute? Anyway, he used his southern charm and he was fantastic. Just a fantastic gentleman. Yeah, that's how to best describe Greg. A fantastic gentleman. He gets stuff done. He does. And just, he, cause he can just charm people. So yeah, he is. Um, sometimes yeah. it's best for him to handle things and <laughs> and for Sarah to just sit down and calm down. And so we balance each other out very well. That's for sure. We do. Okay, so episode two, the journey. We're going to talk today a little bit about our journey and about staying on your own journey and not worrying about others' journeys. But first, I'm sure you're, we just want to fill you in on our week. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I don't, what, I didn't have a whole lot going on. I know we got together on Sunday. Oh, Sunday. You and I. And what we, happened Sunday? Sunday was a Super Bowl. That was a fun time. We had a good time. Megan was kind of in a funk. And I, I said, you need to come over and just let me pamper you for a little bit. And we'll watch a little bit of the Super Bowl. And then you can go home. And uh, she came over and we did. I, and I tried to keep her cozy and, and feed, I fed her. And we watched the Super Bowl. But um, I Yeah, a little bit about the funk, just to say. Yeah. Um, teenagers are rough sometimes. That led to my funk. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Sarah was such a true friend and helped me out of it. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. Sometimes. Just to like, separate from the situation. <laughs> But um, I think the big story about the Super Bowl that I really liked the was Oompa-Loompas? the oh the Oompa Loompas yeah what's so funny is I said that you did while we were Darn. watching it and then all of a sudden everybody's coming out and saying they look like Oompa Loompas right. so I guess I I you, were you did you trend that you I started that I trend? did not trend that but mm. I guess I should have done hashtag Super Bowl Oompa Loompas those are super, yeah. So they, that was an interesting show, but but did they have fun? Did right. both teams have fun? Right, I think they did. I think they did. I think the big story was the Kelsey's mom, What's the that Kelsey story? brothers' mom, and how she was just such a big part of their whole journey, mm-hmm. the boys' journey, and because the boys played on different teams, right? Right, in the Super Bowl. So one was on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh-huh. I wanted to say Flyers. I'm actually a hockey fan, so this does not story. interest me very much. But um, and of course the teams aren't in. You know, uh, they're not the New England Patriots. So um, that is a true fact. <laughs> <laughs> so it was um, Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. and so Kansas City Chiefs had. One Kelsey brother, and then obviously um, on the Eagles was the other Kelsey brother. Well, the mom wore the jacket, and it was split in half between the two that teams. Was so cool! So cool! And she, the um, the brothers have a podcast actually, and it's really, um, really cute. Their their banter between the two of them. Oh, They're very. Had a podcast. They have a podcast. It's called New Heights. Oh. Um, and it's just the way that they interact together is just so fun to listen to and um they also record it too so they're just fun to watch but they were talking um about their journey to playing football and getting to the super bowls and how one kelsey brother had a harder time than the other one getting to this destination um but their mom was just you know always a part of that and always there for them and they got very emotional talking about their mom wow um and it's so cool to see that you know as a mom you just you just hope that you do right by your kids oh, isn't that the dream yes and that they do what they they love and they enjoy and that they're happy and healthy and um she obviously did a phenomenal job with her kids and so um just it was just fun to watch and they were just you know really cool they're cool brothers and cool family to watch so anyway that was the big story for me in the super bowl because i didn't really care who won congratulations to the winners i believe it was kansas city um so congratulations to them they they were really good um they did really good the super bowl was very interesting everybody predicted the eagles to win so i always enjoy seeing the under so-called underdog even though they really weren't in an underdog obviously they were in the super bowl but um i like seeing you know all the statistics being blown out of the water and people being you know wrong you know so i enjoy seeing things like that so anyway what how was your week megan what did you do this week anything interesting well i went to the super bowl with you and that's right we it was a big emphasis for me both teams had fun both and teams they, had fun they enjoyed their time at the super bowl that's right people see both sides seem to laugh and just enjoy playing, and mm-hmm. that was awesome. And the national anthem. Oh, that was awesome! Holy. I think that might be one of my highlights. Was yeah. the national? That was a gorgeous national anthem. Yeah, and the gorgeous brought tears yes. to the players and the oh, coaches' eyes. So phenomenal. you know that's a good, a good yes. um, national anthem when you see that. 
yes Chris Stapleton did that so. oh, shout out amazing. to him amazing shout out <clears throat> he was really good yes we should go see him I think I'm sure he should. knows who we are right yeah I mean he's gonna listen to this podcast obviously, obviously. let's just do hi Chris Stapleton hi Chris Stapleton yes just call us you did yeah. amazing job amazing Brought tears to my thank eyes you, thank you um anything else so well I'm recovering from surgery yes um I know I think I might have mentioned how are a little you feeling bit. I'm feeling so much better last week I couldn't walk this week is better so I'm getting there. I'm back at work. I work as a teacher. I'm back with the kids, which always feels good. Yeah. Um, always, I just love to be there with them and help them um, on their journeys. I think that's part of why I love to talk about journeys because mm. everybody has their own and their own struggles and their own fights um, and just how to persevere and get through them. So it's so good to be back at work. Good. And you're great. You're great again. at what you do. <laughs> Megan is, um, no, specifically a special education teacher. I am. Um, and it takes a very patient, special person <laughs> to be in a classroom with um, teenagers because you're in the high school. Yes, yeah, teenagers. So it takes a very special person to be able to, to deal with that every day. Well, you know, you deserve all the kudos. And I think a lot Thank of you. people out there would agree with me that teachers have a very, very tough job these days. Right yeah, it is very tough right now. Yeah. Take a lot of deep breaths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I have a fantastic team I'm working with those. Good. So that makes all the difference. Good support. Yes. Okay. So we'll hopping right into it. We're going to hop into our, our journey, our focus on our journey. Um, yeah. I mean, staying focused on your path and, and your destination, um, I think is crucial to surviving these days because there's so much noise so much noise and a big part of that because i don't know about you but social media mm. is plays such a huge part of it and what i never realized a little bit ago the filters people put out there and mm. people just put out what they want people to see and the amount of struggle people go through mm. and don't put out there is insane and the way people go through different journeys um i'd love to see more struggle out there to help let me be people realize it's it's okay being real yeah be real be yeah. real this is who i am be real so that kind of brings me to my journey right now and what i'm dealing with um in my bikini um competition prep um which shout out to sarah i'm sorry and i'm gonna say a little spiel and a lot of you might disagree but i've done some sports in my life um Bikini, any bodybuilding training is the hardest by far because you don't get a break. It is a 24-7, watch what you eat, exercise, all the things. Like, mm -hmm. it is hard. You do not get a break. It's not like you can have a piece of pizza because Sarah has a piece. Of, she can have a piece of pizza, but she's going to blow up like a ball. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Oompa Loompa. Yes. <laughs> My body is just going to take it and hold on to it because mm -hmm. I'm at that point in my prep. I'm four and a half weeks out oh, as of today. That's exciting. Yay, Sarah. That's exciting. I say it and I kind of want to throw up a little bit. It's so, okay. Throw um, up. Yeah. <laughs> so we're there. We're almost there. And this has been two years in the making. So um, it's very exciting. But I was actually talking to my coach the other day, just the other day, because I kind of had an emotional week last week. And I'm not going to get into all the details about that. But um, 
I just was in a bad mental place and I was struggling with getting all my food in because when I'm mm-hmm. when I have emotional issues and Megan can attest to this mm-hmm. it affects me um, physically um, I know it does a lot of people but for me it affects me in the way that I can't eat and I get physically sick so um, I have to Megan's cat just turned out the electricity in the house so. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, so for me, it's very, um, when I get stressed out, it's, um, not a good thing when I'm in a a prep. So, um, anyway, I was just talking to my coach and I said, it's time to shut off the Instagram and the, the social media because it's affecting me mentally because I'm seeing other competitors, not necessarily doing the same show I'm doing. But seeing other competitors, and of course we do that natural as a female thing, we compare our process to somebody else's process and how they're looking at this point and how I'm looking at this point. And you get, you know, naturally you start thinking, okay, well I'm not ready here and I'm not ready there and they are and I'm going to compete against them and, and uh, you know, and they're going to do better than me. And so you start playing those mental um, those mental games and it, it gets a little, um, gives you anxiety. <clears throat> so anyway, um, a little bit about the social media. Like if you guys have never turned off social media for a, a couple days, mm. I challenge you. Ooh, that's a good a one. Challenge. Yes. Turn it off for two days. And I swear I like it's a mind shift. Yeah. Just the way you start looking at things differently. I don't know when I do it, I'm a happier person. Mm-hmm. I'm more that are in tune with myself. Well, you know, there's um, an actual scientific um, research on that. And it's oh, it's really? FOMO, fear, fear of missing, missing out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. Jinx, we're good. <laughs> um, so it's actually scientific. It actually does set you back mentally. It, it is killing our brain cells. So get so, on and do your Wordle. Yeah. On, save uh, the brain cells. Save the brain cells. Go on and do your Wordle and then turn the phone off for a couple yes. days. I think that's a great idea, Megan. I think we're going to put that out there to you guys and um, we'll put it on our Facebook and our Instagram. Ooh, <laughs> Social media. Social, oh my gosh. But once you, yeah. once you see that, um, take the two days and then come back on. Let us know how you're feeling, uh, what your, your um, if you had withdrawals or if you were okay how it all went for you. So yeah, that would be, we'd love to hear from we'll you. We'll talk more about that at the end, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's twocoolmompod at gmail. Twocoolmompod at gmail.com. Yeah, yep. and our email's also at the end of here, at the end of this thing. So. Yeah, yep. so anyway, a little bit about um, my bikini journey, um, bodybuilding bikini journey. Uh, I grew up very, very petite, very small, tall, but but skinny. Um, I did not gain, I was not over a hundred pounds until I got pregnant with my daughter at uh, 17. Um, and I actually did model a little bit, nothing anybody would see, but, um, I did go to Florida for a photo shoot. I was 14 or 15, um, when I was doing that. Um, but before that I was wearing the baggy clothes. I was a tomboy. I played the sports. I wanted to be playing football on the field with the boys and basketball with the boys. Like I just, I really enjoyed playing sports. Um, but I eventually, you know, my mom kind of forced me to grow out of it. Cause she was like, you, you need to be modeling. You're beautiful. You're tall. 
let's see what we can do. And so we got into it. Um, and you want to talk about having some issues with food and your body image, just model for a little while. Um, when I went to the photo shoot actually in Florida, I was by myself. My parents couldn't afford to go. My parents sacrificed, and huge shout out to my parents, they sacrificed a whole lot for me to be able to do that, to be able to go to Florida. Because we, we did not grow up with a lot of money. Um, we scrimped and saved. Uh, my parents both worked very, very hard um, to support our family of, of there were four kids in the house. And um, so it was, it was tight. So my parents sent me to Florida anyway. I was there by myself. Um, they and died. How old were you? I was 15, I want to say. Wow. Maybe even 14. Wow. It's not coming to me right now, but um, yeah, I was very young. It was my first, it was my second flight, I think. Um, and I was by myself. So I flew to Florida. Um, they dyed my hair red. 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 Okay. I was hysterical, mm -hmm. crying. I was very upset. That was the one color I did not want them to dye. It was red. Um, but they had food. Well, the only food they would let us eat, there was a McDonald's literally across the way from the hotel we were staying in. And they would not let us go to the McDonald's across the street. We couldn't eat anything. They wouldn't let you go? No. We couldn't, we couldn't go to the grocery store. We couldn't go to the gas station. We were not allowed to eat anything but what they supplied the whole time we were there. Um, and what they supplied was not necessarily food that I would eat. I was a picky 14, 15 year old girl and I was used to eating whatever I wanted to because I was so skinny. I never had to think about it. Mm -hmm. So I, it was vegetable lasagna and yogurt was pretty much the only options you had there. That's quite the combo. Yeah. And I mean, you just could not, you were not allowed to do anything other than what they served you. So, um, there was that there was, man, I was bullied. You know, I look back on it now and I was bullied by my friends for, for what, for, for... being skinny wow. and for modeling. There was so much, um, animosity, I think. And, um, I had friends that were anorexic, had eating disorders because they thought they were fat. Um, and here I was eating a pack of, you know, Oreos, double stuff Oreos and a Big Mac mm -hmm. and not gaining an ounce. And, you know, I had doctors tell me I was anorexic. Um, you know, my mom would have to fight that battle all the time about, you know, no, she's not. Like we literally just went through McDonald's drive-through and she got a Big Mac and a large fry and a Coca-Cola. And uh, anywho, so I was very much bullied over my weight. Wow. And how I looked. I was very flat-chested. Um, I was. I wore. I never wore sleeveless shirts because I was very insecure about my bony shoulders. I was picked on about that. I was told. If I was a little, if I had a little more meat on me, I would, a boy would go out with me. No. Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. My self-esteem was at a zero and I was modeling. I mean, I was picked up by agencies, wow. but my self-esteem was so low. I couldn't do it. I, I was so, when I went home, I was so picked on about it. Um, but I always enjoyed working out. I always enjoyed playing sports. So I went to school to be, um, when I was young, I went to school for physical education. Um, in the process, my dad passed away. 
very suddenly and we were in the same classes together. So I kind of walked away from that because I just couldn't mentally handle it and emotionally handle it anymore. Um, but I was still working out. I, I've always enjoyed going to the gym. It's always been my happy place. I just never made time for myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I was a single mom. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had Miriam single at 18, 19 years old doing it on my own. Um, I mean, I had my parents. I had a lot of support. I'm not saying I didn't. Um, and I made choices at 18, 19 that were not the best choices. But um, anyway, I've always wanted to be strong. I've always thought of that, but I never put the effort into it. So anyway, um, here I am now um, working with a coach. We started, we actually started with yoga. We did. I remember that. Yeah. We used to love to go to yoga. We loved yoga. Megan actually talked me into going I to did. yoga. Sarah did not want to go to yoga. No, but I not. talked her into yeah. it. Yeah. And here I am, what are we, four years later, I think? I four think or so. five years later, and I'm doing my second bodybuilding competition. Yay! Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so I found my niche. And so my journey has been a lot more than just this aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it encompasses a lot of who I am because I just enjoy doing this so much. So it's brought me to what I'm doing now in, in personal training. Well, I think that's part of just making you happy, like finding your happiness as a person. It's just what makes you happy. And I think a lot of people focus on what is the norm for happiness versus what really makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Like, And that's how you find that true happiness in your own journey is just to make what makes you happy as a person. And even though, I mean, I think having the right partner helps mm, if you're going to choose sure. to have a partner. For sure. Um, I am, again, uh, shout out to my husband. Uh, but hey, he, Greg! <laughs> but he's been such a huge support That's to me awesome. and completely backed me on every avenue I've wanted to pursue and that makes all the difference Absolutely. in the world although I am very and he will tell you I'm a very independent person mm -hmm. um he is my biggest supporter that's awesome yeah that is awesome yeah and my best friend honestly if I hit a new PR at the gym the first person I text is my husband mm. second person is my coach and then the third person is usually Megan because we all kind of, you know, me and Megan kind of have that in common. We get excited and fired up about our PRs. So I said fart up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I get farted up. <laughs> yeah, it's about personal. What's a PR? Let's explain. Oh, uh, yeah, because you're going to ask me. Yep. Like your personal best. Personal record. Yeah, there we go. I couldn't think of what I meant either. Wow. Like that was yeah. a really big brain We need fart. to do more wordles and less social media. Today. I think so. <laughs> That's going to be our challenge. Yes. We'll see where we're at at the end of the two days. Absolutely. And Megan, what what um, what do you want to talk about about your what well, portion of your journey? I've had so many journeys <laughs> that have put me to where I'm gonna go. Um, I'm just gonna pick on one. I'm gonna save some of it for um, a little bit later. For I've had a, I had a rough. Oh, I'm gonna pick on two. I had a rough childhood. Very very rough. Mm. Um, it was not an easy childhood. But I had a kid at 23, so I went to college, and I'm a big proponent of this for kids that are leaving high school. If you're not ready for college, don't worry about it. As long as you're working and paying bills and following your journey to figure out what you want to do and what you like, then do that. Just don't sit on your mom's couch or your dad's couch and play video games all day, please, mm. and thank you. <laughs> do something. But a lot of kids don't know what they want to do at 18, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So I went to college for two years, 
had no I would have gone between business and education like talk about <laughs> two diverse things yeah and then I dropped out and then I went to beauty school for those that don't know I went <laughs> I did to beauty not, school did, I didn't know that you didn't know that I don't think I knew that I went to beauty school for six weeks <laughs> thank you <laughs> you know what you know why I dropped out why I couldn't cut a straight line <laughs> <laughs> I am a beauty school dropout. Beauty Thank you. School dropout. Beauty school dropout. You do not want me to actually do your hair. I can't cut hair, but I can do updos. I can okay. do like French braids and stuff. That is fun. <laughs> but I found out I'm not. I'm not going to be a hairstylist. Okay. Like I cannot cut That's a straight okay. line. I cut my mom's hair once. Oh my gosh. She. I told her I couldn't cut a straight line. She's like, Yes, you can, Megan. I said, No, I can't. Yes, you can, Megan. Okay, so I started on one side and it was fine. By the time I got to the other side, I think it was like it's either an inch and a half or two inches off. And she is very much, she wanted it straight as an arrow. So, like, for this, it's like your mom having like a really bad haircut. It was two inches shorter on one side than the other. I think one side went up to her ear and the other side like went to her chin. It was so bad. It's like that Edward Scissorhands yes. haircut. That he did in that but in his the movie. Good. His did look good. Mine did not, and yeah. So I didn't. I didn't pursue that career. You didn't. It's probably I a good didn't. thing. Yeah, that probably is a good thing. And then after that, I met the first man of my dreams, and he was um, in the military, just getting out of the. He was just getting out of the military, and um, so. What we did, um, he lived in California, which I'm sorry, as, an, as a, I think I was 20, as a 20 year old, when your boyfriend at the time says, do you want to go to California? You usually say yes. Yeah. So I moved out west for five years. And while I was out west, I had my gorgeous daughter, Nicole. And um, after some time, I figured out he was not the man of my dreams. Surprise, surprise. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I know. Shocker, right? Yeah. So we moved back home. Um, I moved in with my mom for about a year. Yeah. And she helped support me. I went back to school for Nicole, and I got my degree. And actually, I did really well in college because I knew what I wanted. And I focused on myself for those years. I think I was single for like three years. Wow, yeah. Like, I really focused just heavily on myself. And I think that's where we do the most growth is when we really just focus on ourselves and where we're going what makes us happy instead of what other people expect from us focus on yourself yeah so focus on yourself i remember when i was in college as a single mom and i was working and nicole was i think she was two or three that was tough because i was working going to school but all i really focused on was nicole's needs and what makes me happy and that's actually when i discovered the gym is when I started going back to school. The gym is like my happy place. I love to go, I love to get a good workout in. My favorite is with people. And I've discovered this lately too, that I need people. I like my alone time too. Don't get me wrong, I love my alone time mm -hmm. actually. But I really need people. I'm very much, it, it, what do they call it? Like an extrovert, introvert? I think that's my personality. Like being alone fills up my cup. But going out and seeing people also fills up my cup and talking to people, which is really hard to do when you're by yourself because it's nerve wracking to go to like a new place all by mm -hmm. yourself. Hi, I'm here. I don't know anybody, but here we go. Let's do this. But it makes, it makes me a better person when I do. And I always feel better about myself when I do. I think the introvert part though comes from protecting your, yourself. 
Oh, that's a good point. I think we, because I'm the same way. I like my alone time. Yeah. Um, just even just sitting in silence is a good thing for me. Just it's protecting my own mental health. Mm-hmm. Silencing everything around me. And again, that comes back to shutting off the social media mm-hmm. and letting, you know, doing some meditation instead or something like that. But, we, you know, just... Um, yeah, I think yeah. that comes from learning from years and years and years of not protecting yourself because mm-hmm. we're both very much, we like to be out there. We're people pleasers. We like to have fun and be around people and entertain. I mean, we like entertainment. We like to go do things, but we've also been burned. Mm-hmm. So we we know when it's time to just kind of right. self-preserve. Yeah. One thing my daughter, um, she's almost 15, we've been doing on Sundays. She actually named it. Um, I'm going to back up a little bit. Actually, years ago, we used to do, it used to be Sunday, Sundays on Sunday. Every Sunday, we would buy ice cream and make Sundays on Sunday. I that love we that. Sundays. And then we just sit there and talk about what was going on. And that was like our self-care. And then recently, she came up with, Abby came up with self-care Sundays. I love I'm that. I'm like, that's such a great idea. It really is. So we do face masks. We do our nails. We watch a movie Sunday nights. Just preparing us for the week. Self-care Sundays. I love that she came up with that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I think that's great. She's she's a neat kid. She's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think um, that kind of takes us to what we want to leave you guys with for the end of the show oh, here. Yeah, we want to have takeaways. 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 We should start singing group. Let's start. Takeaways. 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 Yeah, we're really good. You can hire us. Email us. Um, (laughs) Like takeaways from this podcast. What do you want to take away and just help you focus on your journey? Um, Figure out who you are. Figure out who Who you are. Who are you? Yes. Not who people want you to be. Who your kids want you to be, who your husband wants you to be, who mm-hmm. your friends want you to be. Who are you? And actually, a great, one thing I didn't talk about was journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, one great way to, to do that. that. Uh, when I first got divorced, I journaled quite heavily for a year. And that's really what helped me get to the bottom of what I was feeling, where to go next, um, troubles I was having. And when I journal, I mean, it's just you and your if you're writing or typing or whatever and you would be surprised at what comes out Mm. i was often shocked i'm like oh that's what i'm struggling with journaling is a big thing for me i think that's a great point and i think that's something that um i mean you go to a you know psychologist or counselor and the first thing they're going to tell you is you need to start writing things down me as a nutrition coach i will tell my clients to write down what they're eating because it makes you more cognizant mm-hmm. of what your behaviors are mm-hmm. so what's causing me to eat this uh you know three layer chocolate cake mm, you know and <laughs> and that's part of what i do as a nutrition coach is asking people to you know write down every single thing they're eating i want to see what the patterns are what caused you to eat it um what your mental state was where you are and what we can do differently to help you not get to that point mm-hmm. and one of the things that I recommend is journaling um, and so I think um, Megan you know it's it's exactly what everybody tells you to do that sometimes you don't want to do because I think sometimes mm. we're afraid of what's going to come out oh my gosh yes and then I think taking away the fear of it's just you in that paper you in that 
document, whatever I type. That's why I say document. But it's just mm-hmm. you and them. And that took away a whole piece of fear for me. That I'm just, it's only me that's going to read that. And that, yeah. that helps a lot. Yeah. And that, I, yeah, I think that's so big to be able to come to that realization and counseling if, if that's something that you can yeah. do. Um, it's not necessarily something that I have done because I, it's just not for me, but I know a lot of people that use it, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it works really well for them just to have that second, that, you know, even third party to talk to yeah. and, and kind of work out what you're feeling. Yeah. And verbalize. Absolutely. Yeah. Just another set of ears to help reasons. I wrote to you sometimes I don't always make the best sense and just having somebody else listen to what I'm saying helps me realize oh I didn't see it that way mm. or think of it that way and that helps and honestly I think everybody could use a counselor or yeah. a therapist or just somebody to like talk to and have a non-opinionated third party just to hear yeah and I think too sometimes if you have the right tribe which we're going Ooh. to talk about if you have the right tribe, they can also tell you when you're being crazy and help you rein it in, rein mm-hmm. in your crazy a little bit. Yeah. Um, or, you know, but you have to have the right people in your life and you don't need people that, pla- was it placade you? You don't need people that are just gonna tell you that you're right all the time mm-hmm. because you're not, I'm not, Megan's not. <laughs> no. We're not right all the time. And we need to be told that and maybe put in our place sometimes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and that's okay. And you need to be humble enough to be able to accept mm-hmm. that in your journey because you're going to run into people that, go ahead. Yeah. That's tough to be humble enough to yeah. take the feedback and go, oh, I did do that. Mm. But I'm telling you, the, it does so much good to realize, oh, I did do that. This is what I need to change. And a lot of people say that, oh, you did that, I did that too, and I need to change too. That's a biggie. Right, yeah. right. Um, but, you know, putting your blinders on, um, I say this a lot, just not looking, and we've already touched on this a little bit, but it's kind of like the horse with the blinders so they can't see the you know distractions around them and get spooked or whatever. That is exactly what you need to visualize in your life. Um, okay, so somebody else is lifting um, 150 pounds more than I am. That's okay. And she may be the same height and weight as me. That's okay that she's lifting that. She's stronger at this point in her life and her journey. And I'm just, I need to work harder to get to that point if that's what I wanna be able to do. Mm-hmm. So just instead of taking it as, oh, she's better than me, take it as, okay, I'm gonna aspire to be better. Mm. And take it as a, you know, just a part of your journey to be where you wanna be. Absolutely. And don't don't let people take up space in your in your head that don't pay your bills. <laughs> I love that, Sarah. Oh my God. <laughs> I've done it that. so much <laughs> though. And just let people mm-hmm. affect me that should not affect me. That really have nothing to do with your life. So what? <laughs> not everybody's gonna like you and that or like me or like yeah. Sarah. Like that's okay. And learning to live with that's a hard one. But it's okay. Not everybody have your moment. I like the way you said that. Sarah came up with this. Have your moment, but just don't live there. We don't live there. We don't live there. Have your little cry session, mm-hmm. your little kitty party, but don't live there. Get out of it. I'm thinking things because there's two things. When you come across something There's a negative part and there's a positive part. I'm telling you, if you change your mindset and look at the positivity of something, it makes the world of difference. 
Yeah, I mean, live your life in love and happiness and gratitude, and so much changes um, as soon as you turn it into positive um, thinking. Mm -hmm. So much about your life changes. If you're living in that that misery, you're living in that that negative space, you're not going to be able to see the other side. Mm -hmm. You just can't. I've been there. I've done it. You know, I'm sitting here talking about it, but I've been in those dark places where I couldn't see the other side of it. And so just in my journeys that I've had in my life, there have been dark places. And I constantly, something my mom told me when I was actually giving birth. While you were giving birth? While I was giving birth. Sarah, it's just a moment. It's going to pass. And she thought it when she was giving birth to to all of us. It was in her head. It's just a moment. It's going to pass. I like that. So that's a smart lady. Shout out to Sarah's mom. Deb Davis. She's amazing. Deb Davis. (laughs) Um, She's, uh, you know, we could do a whole episode on her and my aunt and my family. I love Sarah's family. Oh my gosh. The incredible women in my life have made me, you know, the strong person I am. It's Mm -hmm. just ingrained in me. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though it took me a while to find it, um, it's because of them that I did. And watching my mom go through what she went through in her journey. So we we'll, we should have her on at some point. Oh, yes. To talk yes, about speaker. her journey. She is just an incredible woman and, and has fought a lot of battles in her life. Hmm. Um, from losing my dad and, you know, very suddenly raising kids on her own, single mom, um, going to school. I mean, she traveling the world. I mean, she's been all over the world. I mean, she is just... Really outstanding. My aunt Donna, her sister, is is incredible too. I mean, I have an aunt. You know, I have incredible women in my life. You anyway. do. You do. Very blessed. You very blessed. Very God, blessed. God has been very good to me in my life. So, yes. um, but yeah. So, um, so I, our three takeaways from here. Yeah. To build your own journey. Number one, take time for yourself. Figure out who you are. What makes you happy. Figure out your journey if you like going to exercise classes go to exercise classes mm-hmm. if you like doing your nails once a week and that fills your cup do that figure out what makes you happy and if you like people find people to do that with um, there's a there's a crocheting group around here i've been meaning to go for weeks and i just keep oh, well, i need to go, go do that do it do that do it. But yeah, find it and do it. Don't hesitate. Get out there and live life. It's just so it's so short. So short. Oh my gosh, I'm constantly reminded of how short it is. It's sad, but yeah, we yeah. are constantly reminded. Um, and again, that's social media too, because we, mm. I, you know, I was thinking that this morning as we see so much more um, of these things happening, but it's because we're more exposed to it. Like I think back when I was younger and. I don't remember all these people dying, you know. I know. Well, they didn't, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but, you know, I I just think of that, but we're, we have so much more exposure because of social media about people's tragedies. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing. Don't take on people's tragedies. They're not yours. They're, They're somebody nice. else's, and it's okay to have empathy, but it's not okay to, to take on that right. burden. Which, uh, takeaway number two. Put on the blinders. blinders. Put them on. Put them on. Shut off the social media. Again, I'm going to post something on our Instagram and our Facebook. Challenge. Yes. That's our challenge for um, the upcoming week. I want you guys to turn off the social media for for two weeks. And uh, I mean, not two weeks. Two two days. We said two days. days. 
and I'll do it with you guys. Yeah, yeah we're gonna do it too. And uh, let's touch base again after those two days. That's which have, choose whatever two days you want, and you then you. let us know. Um, yeah, what your mental state is yeah. from there. I'm telling you. I know I'm using social media to do this challenge, but still. But still, that we're doesn't gonna count. We're gonna take a break from it. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna take a break and come back to it and post about it on social media. and post about it on social media <laughs> and compare ourselves to each other. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna do the comparisons. <laughs> Um, don't let the haters take over your space. That's Again, number three. Don't let the haters yeah. take over your negative space. Yeah. yeah. Don't live there. Don't mm -mm. let people that don't pay your bills take up space in your life. Hate right? is going to hate, hate, hate. How's hate is going to hate. Is that what? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. Okay. So <laughs> have your moment. Have the cry. Mm -hmm. Feel the feels. Feel the feels. And I'm not saying move on. I'm saying don't live there. Yeah. You're gonna have that moment. You're we gonna all have, have moment. those moments, including those that look like they don't. They usually have more than others. So live your moment. Live your moment. Be in the moment. Have it. Move on. Absolutely. Life goes on. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're here. We're here. We're here for support. Yeah. If you guys have anything that you want us to touch on, email us that, questions. Oh, please email questions. us questions. Yes. We love we want, hearing from everybody. We want to hear from you. And uh, what do you want to hear from us? Yeah. What did you like? What did you don't like? What did you don't like? What did you? My don't? greatest English. I teach it the English all the time. <laughs> you teach it the English. I teach it the English all the times. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, email us. Let us know what you yes. think of our podcast. Hear from you. Um, give us your you. feedback yes. on Apple Podcast and anywhere you listen. Please oh, give us. us feedback. Rate yes. us. Um, we would love that. We'd love to hear from all of you. Um, and if there was anything that we specifically touched on today that maybe you want us to expand more on, we'd be happy to do that as well. Yes. Um, in the coming months. Um, so please just let us know. Yeah. Um, we are here to be um, a support to women out there and mm. empower all of you to. Um, That's what we really want to do is just empower women. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Specific. Aren't we? Stay women, but whoever is taking something from this, oh, we yeah. just have to empower people and get, make them realize you can do the hard things, which leads us to next week. All right. You're never too old. You're never too old. Ever, ever. And we may or may not let you know how old we are. We, we will make up our minds. I'm probably. 23. Yes. With a 22-year-old. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's where we're going with that. Yeah. Now we embrace our age. Um, we are very happy where we're at in our lives. And so we um, have no complaints about our age, to be honest with you. Um, and we, we, you know, took us these many years to be where we are today and yeah. to bring you this podcast and have the knowledge that we have. So Absolutely. Um, and we're always looking for like new, exciting adventures, yes. even at our age. Yes, We're we not, will talk about yeah. our concert adventures at oh, some point. My gosh. Our last one, I think, was the best one with the train in Boston. So we so. may have to um, touch on that at some point because we have some. We've had great adventures we together. Really have. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have. <sighs> but anyway, okay. that's all we have for you guys today. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.